0: to welcome everyone to another episode of the Light Post podcast, where we endeavor to cast light on God's Word, on the issues that impact our lives. Hey, my name is Minister Corey Davis, and the topic that I'll be discussing today, what the Lord put on my heart, would be, You Have Access. The topic would be, You Have Access. I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer first. Father, we're thankful today, Lord, for this is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing, Lord. We are glad we're entering to your gates with thanksgiving, and we're coming into your courts with the praise, Lord. We pray that as we study, Lord God, that you will make your word plain, that you will make it clear, that you will make it concise, Lord, so the, those that hear, Lord God, uh, will be blessed, Lord, that they won't just be a hearer of your word. But Father, they'll go forth and be a doer, that they'll go forth and tell somebody about it, Lord, and be a light that shines in a dark world. So we're just grateful today, Lord. Uh, We praise you. We honor you, Lord. And we look to you, Lord. You're the hills where all of our help comes from, all of our strength. It comes from you, Lord. So we're thankful and we're grateful. And we just give you all praise on and glory. We ask it in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Let everyone say amen. So I pray that each of you are doing well and that the Lord is continuing to bless you during this time and season. I spent many years in the Army as an information technology specialist, and I retired after 21 years of service. I've also continued my career as a system administrator for the federal government, basically working with computers, working with users, uh, and doing computer types uh, stuff, anything with technology. In the computer world, there's a thing called access, rights, privileges, and permissions. That's access, rights, privileges, and permission. You've probably heard of these things before uh, on your job or where you work, anything dealing with access and someone having rights to access certain systems, websites, and programs. This is how we control how access to certain information, systems, programs, etc., cetera, in an organization, or also how we control what they can do once they access these things, such as read, write, uh, delete, modify, and any other changes. So a system administrator can control what employees or users see, what they're able to do, uh, what they can pull up, what they can log on to. And this is how we have balance and this is how we uh, control security problems, issues, and access rights uh, in the organization. The level of access rights depends on users, the user's position or supervisory role in the company or organization. So it depends on what your job is based on what you have access to. Now, I'm going to give you an example. For example... You would not want a secretary to have the same access rights as a system administrator or as a senior executive uh, staff person because these positions require totally different levels of access and permissions. Permissions give a user the power to access information and removes all restrictions. If you give someone the wrong access in the computer world, They could potentially shut down your entire network, shut down your whole company's network, uh, as well as give them access to sensitive information that uh, they shouldn't have access to. Now, we live in a world of uh, malware, spams, viruses, hackers. And so this is important. So a system administrator can control the level of access and also implement security uh, measures within that organization to try to keep the network safe. Now, I said all of that to say this, the kingdom of God and God's children, he's given them access, rights, and permissions too, to the most holy place because he is the chief administrator, hallelujah, of our faith. And we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. So in the kingdom, God has given his children access. We have access uh, to the most holy place. God has given us uh, Rights as the children of God to enter into the most holy place and access all the blessings, all of His uh, His power, His anointing, and His promises toward us. We're going to look at Hebrews twelve and two, and this is the New King James Version of the Bible. That's Hebrews twelve and two, and we're going to talk about some of the things that we have access to as believers, as uh, sons and daughters of the Most High God, and what Jesus did when he gave his son for us so that we could reign over sin, that we could reign over death so that we can reign over uh, the curse that Adam and Eve put in the world through their sins. So Hebrews 12 and two, it says looking unto Jesus, the author, the word author there means chief leader or administrator and finisher. The word finisher there means uh, he brings things to mature to imperfection. So looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat at the right hand of the throne of God. Where sin separated our access to him, he gave his son Jesus, to redeem us and to restore our relationship and bridge the gap that sin created. Remember, man had a sin problem that began with the sins of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve wanted to know good and evil. God told them, hey, the day that you eat of the tree in the midst of the garden, you're going to surely die. And so they chose to know good and evil. And we see that the world Became sin came into the world. We had a sin problem. Uh, Jesus had to send his son, Jesus Christ, through 42 generations uh, to redeem man back to God and bridge the sin gap. So we had a problem. And so Jesus sent his son, Jesus, so that we might live uh, the abundant life. In other words, what Satan did uh, in tempting Adam and Eve through sin, one man. Uh, caused death, Adam and Eve caused death to come in the world uh, through one man, the man Jesus Christ, life came back. We got redeemed. So look, let's look at Hebrews 10, 18 through 22. That's Hebrews 10, verses 18 through 22. And this is the amplified version. It says, now where there is absolute forgiveness and complete cancellation of, of the penalty of these things, there is no longer any offering to be made to atone for sin. Therefore, believers, since we are confident and full of freedom, since we are confident and full of freedom to enter the holy place, the place where God dwells by means of the blood of Jesus, by this new and living way, which he initiated and opened for us through the veil as in the holy of holies hallelujah that is through the through his flesh and since we have a great and wonderful priest who rules over the house of god let us approach god with a true and sincere heart in unqualified assurance of faith having had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water Hallelujah. That means that Jesus Christ gave himself so that we might live. He uh, was a priest. The Bible said he wasn't a priest like the Levitical priests who retain it. He was not of the tribe of Levi, but he was, uh, the Bible says, a high priest under the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was a type of Christ. and uh, The Bible says his kingdom didn't have a beginning or an ending, so Jesus came under that order. And when he entered in and gave us access, sin separated us. The high priest would have to offer up all kind of offerings and stuff uh, just, that just covered the people. They were looking for Jesus to come. But the Bible says, and you can read this in the book of Hebrews, that Jesus entered into the most holy place and he sprinkled his blood on the mercy seat. But it wasn't the mercy seat that was the tabernacle that was in the wilderness, but it was the tabernacle that was of heaven. Uh, He entered in once and he redeemed man back to God through his blood. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission or removing of, of sins. But Jesus entered in and the Bible says that he gave us victory over death, hell and the grave. Even death has no power over a believer. The grave has no power over a believer, because Jesus Christ died on the third day, he rose with all power. He went to hell, he went to hell first. The Bible says he that ascended first descended to the uttermost parts of the earth and led captivity captive, which means that Jesus entered hell and redeemed the saints. He entered and redeemed the people that, that Satan thought he had. But Jesus went back and he reclaimed them and said, These are my people. I died for them. I gave my life so that they might live. A perfect sacrifice has been given. So I just want you to remember that we have access through the blood of Jesus because He is the chief administrator of our faith. He gives us the access. He gives, he gives us the rights. Nothing is held from us. And I talked about the, you know, the offerings that they offered in the tabernacle. Uh they were they were not good enough. Because there was always a remembrance of the sin every year that they did it. It was always a remembrance of sin. But just remember that Jesus entered in once and he redeemed mankind back uh, from sin. Don't be condemned. So many people, you know, we live in a society where everyone wants to condemn you. They want you to feel bad by what you did yesterday. But Paul said, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. And I'm pressing toward the mark of the high call, which is in Christ Jesus. You know, it's hard to run a race looking backwards, right? So we must look forward into the things that Christ has given us. The Bible says that he's given us great and precious promises. In Romans 8, chapter, he talks about, you know, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. So don't beat yourself up. You're not condemned. You're blessed. The Bible says that if we confess our sins before him, he's faithful and just to cleanse us. He's faithful and just to heal us, uh, forgive us, I mean, and to cleanse us from all righteous. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So don't beat yourself up. Don't feel some kind of way, just know that Jesus Christ died for us, that he gave his life so that we can live. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. It says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, talking about Jesus Christ, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus didn't know any sin, but he died on the cross. He didn't come down because we were in sin. He didn't come down because we had messed up. He didn't come down because of what we did yesterday or what we'll do in the future. He died for our past sins and our future sins. And so don't be condemned because you didn't die on the cross. You didn't die for yourself. Jesus Christ died. He died that we may have life. The Bible says he came that we have might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So I want to just tell you today that you have access to forgiveness, to eternal life. Uh, The Bible says that Jesus didn't even hold back his only son. How much more will he not give us all things? So whatever we ask for, Matthew 7 and 7 said, Ashen will be given to you. Seek your find. and knock. The door will be open. And so just know that whatever we want from God, we've got access to it. Whatever we need from God, we can ask him. He said the only reason that we don't have is because we don't ask. And so just realize that as a child of the most high God, uh, you have access to the kingdom of God. You have access to your healing, to your miracles, to your breakthroughs. Uh, Jesus Christ doesn't hold anything back from us. I always tell people that if it's good, God wants you to have it because the Bible says he will withhold nothing. That's good from you. And as a believer of God, the Bible said it's his great pleasure to give us the kingdom. So we're thankful In Jeremiah 29 and 11, I just heard that kind of pop in my mind. It says that, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. There are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. The Lord has a precious hope and a precious future for you. If you don't know him, the Bible says that you can confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. If you make that confession that I confess that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you'll be saved. And so if you confess that, if you spoke that, then you're saved. Find a Bible church where the word is going forth and tell them I accepted Christ and I'm I want to become his disciple. And find your church where the word of God is going for. So I want everyone to be blessed and remember that you have access. Hallelujah. You have rights. You have privileges and permissions because the chief administrator, Jesus Christ, he gave them to you. He calls you to be able to enter in to the most holy place. The Bible says that when Jesus died, the veil of the temple tore in half which means that everything that separated us, all of our sins, all of our shortcomings, all of the endemic sin of Adam and Eve, those things, everything that held us back were removed. We have the access, we have the administrator privileges uh, to enter into the most holy place, to be in the very presence of the most high God. The Bible says that, Moses, uh, when he prayed, God met him there. There was a glory cloud. God spoke to him. So we have that same access. I hope this lesson has blessed you. I want to thank everyone uh, for joining us on another episode of the Light Post podcast. Uh, this is a ministry of the God and Light Church. For other messages and resources, uh, connect with us online at gardenlight.org The God and Light Church is uh, also on Facebook. Uh, or God and Light Church TV on YouTube. Uh, be blessed, and I hope this word was a blessing to you, and see you the next time on another episode of the Light Post Podcast. Everyone be blessed.